Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. This week we're going to be discussing The Return of the Living Dead Part 2, which stars nothing, almost nothing, but child actors, which is all the more shocking that it was picked by Adam, a lover of child actors, or at least seeing child actors murdered. So let us sit down and discuss this in a civil manner. Adam, what the fuck? I love kids. I love... I love movies of kids. I spend all day on my computer looking at films of children. That's that's my thing. That's what I do. I just love it. Let's okay. So hey, so um, kudos on getting a third Jeepers Creepers movie made, man. <laughs> Damn it! I was gonna go for the same joke. <laughs> You're welcome. So as far as picking this movie, here's my line of thought: um, Return of the Living Dead's a great movie. <laughs> I bet the sequel's probably good. I'll just put that on the list. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. You're here. You're going to tune in and find out. So the first note that I have is this movie's as if somebody was like, you know what? I really like that original, but I wish that it was more PG kid friendly. Because <laughs> this, this is just the most water. It's like a watered down. It's like if... It's like Evil Dead 2, but but like if Evil Dead 2 fucked up everything that made Evil Dead 1 fun. Yeah, they, they looked at Return of the Living Dead and they saw that it had some funny parts and some genuinely scary parts. Um, and they thought, well, what if our movie had neither of those? And it was just a fucking 90-minute slog <laughs> of garbage to get through where uh, you hate... I don't hate this movie. Oh, I, I hate it. I, I hate the I... shit out of it. I watched it out of I watched it at a friend's house, and I was like, I was like, man, just I promise you, the first one's really good. Like, you should watch that sometime. Uh, See, I've never made the mistake of watching this movie with someone else. I've watched this movie twice alone, and that's 
I mean, I feel like that's kind of an analog for my life as a horror movie lover. I just, just watching movies alone, suffering in <laughs> silence. My my soul is crying out, fucking kill me! But uh, as I just, is, I thought your soul just was like the zombies. Out, take me to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this instance, my soul is saying, why are there only child actors? Why is the gore boring? Why is the social commentary basically absolutely gone in this? And why is there no nakedness? Yeah. Uh, why do all of the zombies look like they came out of Jim Henson's studios? Uh, no, this is, this, is, this is the movie that someone made when they were like, you know what? Thriller? Too fucking scary. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> and just to make sure of that, there's even a Michael Jackson reference unexplainably in the last minute of this movie. Yeah, I have a note about that. Um, I just, it's its like, you know that stupid fucking The Penguin of Doom copypasta? It's like that the, the writer of this movie was that person's stupid ass uncle. And they were like, you know what will be funny and LOL so random? Fucking Michael Jackson thriller zombie getting electri- electrocuted. The very end of this movie with no forewarning because you see other zombies in this that are around earlier on that get electrocuted. Also, man, what a stupid premise that they can be electrocuted because I'm pretty sure that the first one, which I guess doesn't, doesn't exist in this universe, but we'll get to that. But in the first one, I think that it was kind of implied that there's no way to kill any of them. It's not like you can do a headshot in these movies because the trioxin will even reanimate an arm that will come after you and try and kill you. Yeah, I don't understand why uh, all of a sudden electricity was this. It's like the first one, they can't be killed. Uh, this one, electricity kills them. Third one, roof Koreans. You gotta get roof Koreans or you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Adam. So now that now that you've watched all three, um, in relation to horror movie night, do you do you agree that Return of the Living Dead three is pretty dope? Yeah, it's certainly far superior to this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> we like to set the bar real low at horror movie yeah. night. I mean, you know what? I I love in this movie. You know, it was a real creepy effect and an actual terrifying presence in the first movie was the Tar Man. Let's bring the Tar Man back and have a child just push him into a lake and then we never fucking see him again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this Tar Man's not even remotely entertaining. Like the first one was a guy who was a contortionist and and this one is just random skinny guy, 10. They got a lineup of dudes and they're like, who's the skinniest and tallest? You got the job, like, bro. I feel like the good and the bad of this movie can be summed up in this statement. On one end of the spec- spectrum with the with the zombies, we have the the zombie with a caved-in face and the zombie that's blown in half. And the other side of the spectrum is the talking zombie with an obnoxious southern accent that doesn't shut oh up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking thing with the head. Isn't she the zinger in this movie? Yeah, movie ends on her. She's like, all right, all right, all right, Jesus, we'll just go away, I guess. Like, oh, fucking shoot me. This is the only zombie yeah. movie I can think of with, like, an actual 110% upbeat ending. Like, it's not, like, upbeat with dark tones. or It is just like, nope, it's like they shocked them all to death. Everybody's happy. Let's end on a joke. That's how great it all goes. 
Yeah, they're like, you know what, franchise? We really should try and make toys to sell the kids on Saturday morning. Return of the Living Dead. Let's do it with a remake, but we'll call it part two. And then we'll have all, uh, well, not all, but we'll have three of the same actors. Three? I think there are three of the same actors. Three or four that play the exact same characters. Yeah, and then they try and make some sort of like meta joke about it by having one of them be like, it feels like a dream, blah. But no, it's it's not even clever. Like there's, I believe that at, at some level, the writers of this film wanted to make deep social commentary in it but then they were like you know what that's not gonna jive with saturday morning cartoon toy sales i mean they didn't make any toys from this movie but they sure as shit were trying real this, hard yeah, to no, this, appeal to the the kid audience this was like their attempt at when uh if you watch attack of the killer tomatoes right and then you watch yep. return of the killer tomatoes and you're like, oh, they were trying to turn it into a cartoon series at this point because, like, you. Go but they did bit, make. They succeeded. Didn't they make a cartoon? Yeah, they succeeded. Yeah, and they made a Nintendo game. Yeah. And I think they might have made toys because one year I did dress up as a Killer Tomato for Halloween. Full disclosure. <laughs> but like, I I am a fan of the Killer Tomato movies for the absurdity level, and if you watch the first one, the first one is this as dumb as it is. It's a fairly smart parody on like the big the big animal horror films of the 50s just doing it with yeah. with a tomato and then the second movie not only do you have george clooney but you've got like different types of tomatoes and some of them can talk and there's a mad scientist played by the original gomez adams who's the guy who created all the tomatoes and there's a tomato that's a girl but if you get it wet it turns back into a tomato and then you got to dry it off again and like that's all of the elements that later appeared in the cartoon series. Like they were 110% like, I think we can make this into a kid's cartoon, but it's not going to fly in this version. So we've got to do this sequel first to really develop these characters. And then we're going to do the kid's cartoon. That almost sounded like you stopped talking about Killer Tomatoes and started talking about Gremlins 2 halfway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about the girl tomato. Um, No, it's the worst, the biggest threat in this movie, by the way, because it's not the zombies. It's the fucking redheaded girlfriend that is so awful and such a terrible person this entire movie. I've never wanted a demise of a character so badly. And you can compare and contrast to the character that she's supposed to be from the previous movie, who was like a sweet girl who just really was worried about her boyfriend, but like still wanted us all to get out of this together. But love kind of made her make a bad decision. And then in this one, she's just like, fuck you, old man. You shut up, kid. I'll kill all of you to make sure he stays alive. <laughs> like, Well, if it makes you feel any better, she has the stupidest on-screen death that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It was like... Basically, watching Haley from Paramore get her brains eaten. Uh, yeah, it's a, well, not bad. Know. It's just so dumb. Like one, it, it's preceded by the stupidest line in the whole movie, which is, "I want you to your brains. They, they smell so spicy." And then she literally just sits down and goes, oh, "Okay, take me." <laughs> it's like what the shit. 
<laughs> I don't care how much you love your boyfriend. Get up, run. Or actually, you know what? Stay there because I don't want you in this fucking movie anymore. Except you have to go through an hour and 40 minute movie and she, it, you go like an hour and 20 minutes before she dies. Yeah, if she, if she could have died in the in the graveyard scene at the beginning, that would have been much preferable. There's, there's genuinely not a single moment in this movie where you go, oh, I guess that was a kind of cooler concept than the original movie. Like, none. Not a moment. Every moment in this movie, you're wishing that you were watching the first Return of the Living Dead. To be fair, that's the way I feel about every zombie movie. Like, I, <laughs> I fucking hate zombie movies, except for Return of the Living Dead. So there is one fun fact about this movie uh, that I have yet to confirm or find. But according to Doug Benson... He is a zombie in this movie. <laughs> who? Uh, comedian. Uh, the comedian Doug Benson, who does like Doug Loves Movies and Getting Getting Doug with High and a bunch of other okay. shows. Yeah. When he first moved to L.A., he got two very, ra- like a few very random acting gigs because he was just trying to pay the bills while being a struggling comic. And it was Blade Runner, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, and Captain EO. He is in all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> and th- sadly this is the most famous of the three or four yeah, and and nobody, know, Captain, nobody recognizes it. between nobody... blade runner and captain eo yeah nobody oh, oh okay sorry sorry i forgot it about doesn't blade runner because nobody remembers him or knows uh, yeah, that he's, he's in these movies. special zombie nobody remembers him or knows that he's in these movies he's lost like tears in the rain man there's nothing <laughs> is there any other good scenes in this movie like i watched it maybe five days ago and i can't remember a fucking thing about it there's not there's this movie is really 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 bad like really bad i thought you said you didn't hate and I, it. I i didn't hate it but i still am not a fan of it um so the movie oh here's something the Michael Jackson zombie was improvised on the spot. Oh, what a surprise. Thumb Matthews, I guess is his name, uh, disliked the sequel so much that he said the best part of it was that they had an outstanding craft services. Do you think that when people spell their name T-H-O-M that it's pronounced Thom? Thumb. Thumb. Like what I have on my it, hand. His name is Thumb Matthews? I, maybe. I don't know. What? Thumb? T-H-O-M. How's that pronounced? That's just Tom. Dude. That's fucking Tom. <laughs> so wait, you're saying... How do you spell Thomas? Oh. I'm asking the wrong person. You spell T-H-O-M-A-S. So Tom saying, is short for Thomas. So all this time that I've been saying the lead singer of Radiohead is Thumb York and everyone's been laughing. That's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you are fucking stupid. Are you serious? You're, no, now you're just making shit up. That part I'm making up. <laughs> okay. Well, that joke sucked. <laughs> yeah, you both laughed when you thought it was real though. Um, well, what does that say about you? I know. That we believe that you would do something like that. <laughs> We're laughing because we would not put it past you, Matthew. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so so there's one. there are a couple things that I think are interesting enough about this movie. Um, the the, the, uh, the part where you realize that there are multiple people that, that graduated with honors from the Actors Fighting Inanimate Objects School of Acting, uh, the main old dude. I uh, guess to fight that head, and then somebody else, I think, either fights the head or an arm or something like that. Uh, pretty much a, a gold seal for for being a good horror movie actor. Uh, but but I do like the scene where the um, 
the zombies stop to watch the aerobics? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, too. I thought that was going to come back in the end of the movie. I thought, like... The, the teenage girl was going to do aerobics to distract the zombies, and then they would shock. Man, that Why didn't been we one killer that? workout. Oh! <laughs> awesome. Man, can we talk again about how great killer workout is? <laughs> well, compared to this fucking pile of garbage, absolutely. Well, I, yeah, how great it is compared to everything we watch. It's really just non not even comparable. But... Um, I think I prefer this cemetery scene. Well, not really like the whole cemetery scene, but the the zombies coming out of the grave. I think it is very fun and classic in this version. Uh, and, and obviously they spent more money on it than the original. So I, I guess that I'm just trying to find the silver lining in this movie. And that's pretty good. Not terrible, um, but the, uh, the, the there is one good line, whereas, you know, you can quote Return of the Living Dead pretty much incessantly and annoy everybody in your life like we do. This movie really only has one good line. Um, it would be dishonest to give the skulls, to give people skulls that weren't buried, which I, I think is a great... It's a great mantra to live your life by. Yeah, that's a, that's applicable to a lot of situations. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Can we talk about the conceit of this movie is that these guys are grave robbers? That they're stealing skulls for 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 some purpose? What what were they doing with the skulls? Uh, they were selling it to, to medical. I almost feel like it's supposed to tie back into the first movie because in the first movie, he's showing them the human skeletal remains and he goes, I don't know how they get them, but we get them. Yeah, that, that must have been, you know, I don't think that I would have come to that myself, but yep, I think that's pretty sure that's what uh, the plan was with that joke and it, that flopped, nope. man. I, I just thought of that as we were talking right now and I've watched this movie probably at least three or four times. So, yeah. Mm. It's almost like the people that wrote this movie didn't even watch Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I know that we've had a lot of short episodes as of late, but I, I mean, we're at 17 minutes. I can't think of any fucking thing else to talk about. This movie's terrible. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing to say. It's ju- all the review can be is just watch the first movie and then skip right to part three. Because you're getting nothing yeah, out of I've, this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really... I don't really have anything else to say here. I I don't think that this movie warrants a 40-minute conversation because I don't think that they even spent 40 minutes writing the script. Yeah. They probably didn't spend 40 minutes shooting the hour and 40-minute long movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's... We got three cameras. We're going to just take... One take everything. We'll be done in an hour. That's work, That's working on Chucky Band time right there. <laughs> Here, just what are you talking about? We're gonna edit this film. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, you. You look like Michael Jackson. Just get out there and dance for a second. Oh, this is gonna be so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is that it doesn't matter if you're black or yeah. white. Well, I mean, the plus thing is that these guys later went on to a very successful career writing for Family Guy. Because that's how that fucking joke lands. Like, uh, I'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Robert Bacon, and my friend Marie Maloney and I started a podcast called Adam Sandler, Please Stop. The entire thing is just trying to get you to cry, and I didn't cry until the end when we were talking about the youngest <laughs> daughters. Sometimes we have a blast. I think, also, I think it's Billy's age. It's 100% Billy's age. <laughs> Most of the time, it's awful. Chris Rock just got murdered. Not stabbed murdered, and like real prison murdered. He, he got, got bombed. It is a complete retrospective of Adam Sandler films past, present, and unfortunately future. A pineapple flying out of a car <laughs> with dramatic music played over it explain to me how that's not comedy right so if you used to be a huge adam sandler fan like us but not so much anymore then this podcast is for you we're free and on itunes google play stitcher pocket cast and on our website adamsandlerpleasestop.com so what did you guys watch this week um i'll go first because i didn't watch anything i um I, i really didn't watch anything i don't know what to do with this Part of the, the podcast. Hey, I'll talk about two of two movies. How's that? Yeah, I got some stuff to say. All right, so <laughs> you guys fucking take us home. So I watched a movie that I had purchased when Scream Factory was doing their five-year anniversary sale. Um, and I've only ever known about this movie because I thought the VHS cover was pretty dope. And it's not to- it's not really a horror movie at all, but whatever. Um, it's called The Island, starring Michael Caine. And it's about pirates. Michael Caine's abducted by pirates off of his yacht. Uh, but the cover is always, I always thought was cool, which is just like a hand with a knife just sticking out of the water. But the first like five minutes of this movie is fucking brutal. Because it starts off with a different cruise ship being attacked. And it's just like full on axe to the face and face just shattering. It's when I first started watching this, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be great. And then uh, the other hour and 45 minutes of the movie happens, and it, it's it's fine. It's fine. That's the most I can say about it is that it's fine. But my coworker tipped me off on a cell phone game, uh, and she was cool enough that when she purchased it, she also purchased a copy of it for me to play and sent it to me. Uh, and it's called Slayaway Camp, and it's a just puzzle game where you're a serial killer from an 80s slasher movie, and you have like X amount of movements that you're allowed to do per round to kill every camp counselor on this on the table using like a certain amount of moves, and you have to figure out the move pattern to kill everybody uh, without wasting all your turns. That sounds incredible. Yeah, it's really really fun, and there's it. <laughs> It's entertaining how they, like, don't want to get sued. So all of, like, you can unlock different killers, but it's stuff like Nail Face. And, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, there's one that's a reference to uh, a very popular Saturday Night Live skit from last year uh, where you can uh, unlock a character named Rupert S. Pumpkins, um, which was a really great skit with uh, Tom Hanks last year where he was uh, Robert Pumpkins, I believe was his name. I can't remember now. Or David Pumpkins. I'm looking David it up. David Pumpkins. Um, which, if you've never seen the David Pumpkins skit, watch it. It's it's one of the best, like, let's... It's one of those SNL skits where it feels like it was written by the team that did The State because it's just straight up, like... Um, Let's see how dumb it can be and like just 
repeatedly do this over and over and over again. Uh, and also, I just realized Elizabeth Banks responded to my question during her AMA today. Huh. <laughs> but anyway, on with you guys. So I watched two really, really good horror Ooh. movies that, I mean, usually I, I spend the way we watch talking about non-horror, but this week's special. So I watched, and these were both on um, on YouTube, so... I, I I highly recommend both of you guys next time you're bored or have free time, if and if you haven't already watched these and are sick of them, to check out uh, Necronomicon, uh, Book of the Dead, which we have our boy Jeff Combs is in it, and it's fantastic. It's it, sadly never gonna get discussed here on Horror Movie Night because it's an anthology film, and it has this kind of tv movie sheen like they didn't have a whole lot of movie for production value and it's from the 90s i want to say something like 97 matt yeah back here. it's a little bit earlier i want to say it's 93 is when it came out oh wow well in any case it's great it's it's really i was highly i i, I was i went in with low expectations and they were pretty much destroyed in a positive way. So it's, it's uh, Jeff Combs has a prosthetic nose and he is walking around in this special library reading the uh, Necronomicon, the book of the dead. And it's kind of like going to give him ideas for the stories that he eventually writes, I guess. Uh, That's not really explained, but that's fine. That's the wraparound story. Uh, So he and his prosthetic nose read the first story, which is about this guy who, buys a house by the sea and the previous uh tenants all died um and it turns out that oh spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie from 1993 <laughs> but it turns out that uh there's a kind of like a, a lovecraftian monster that lives in the water beneath the uh the mansion that its tentacles can kind of transform into your love dead loved ones and it's very gooey and tentacly and real fun and then the second one i believe is the one about the um i've read the story too it's the one about the guy who has to live in like uh super cold temperatures because he's actually dead and using spinal fluid to stay alive and uh that's a good one real good one um has a great body melt in it so um you know kind of dovetails nicely with the last two months of us watching stupid ass body melt movies and then the third segment is this weird one where this female cop is pregnant with her partner's baby like her police partner's baby and she goes down into these tunnels looking for a serial killer uh and and finds these like flying bats that need human brains to reproduce real fucking weird um but it it was giving me a serious midnight meat train vibe and uh so we can add clive barker to our list of fucking hacks now because he definitely ripped off uh hp lovecraft there and then at the end we got our wraparound story where jeff combs and his prosthetic nose uh escapes from the killer library without uh he kind of like shunts a dude you know kind of like how in society at the end the guy gets like turned inside out there's another guy who kind of gets yeah. turned inside out uh good good times definitely highly recommend it um 
it's still entertaining to watch, even though I just spoiled all four of the stories. It's still a good time. And then I watched a movie that I think needs to happen in 2018 for us. Now, tell me if you've heard of it or and or seen it. Uh, the Kindred from 1987. No. Oh, my God. Okay, don't watch it. I won't tell or spoil anything for you guys, all right? But it is such a horror movie night movie. It's gooey. It's got, like, science experiments. It's got stupid people doing stupid shit. It's got tons of creature effects. It's absolutely happening as soon as we get past my spring picks that I've already planned out. <laughs> so it's a really good movie. Don't watch it. But uh, anybody that's listening this far into the what did we watch right before the uh, the end and, and any sizzlers that we might put at the end of this, uh, watch The Kindred, take notes, and then you can compare notes when we eventually ev- uh, just eviscerate it because it's not a good movie. It's a so bad it's good movie. So... That was Return of the Living Dead from 1988, as picked by Adam. So thank you, Adam, for that. Thank you. I guess. In 2018, maybe like watch a couple <laughs> of movies before you put them on the list. All right, maybe thanks. Cool. Bye. Uh, so you can send us emails. <laughs> you can send us emails at hmnpodcast at gmail and let us know movies that you'd like us. To review and we will pick them for our january movie picks although i think we've probably already got them picked out by now but you can start sending them in for the next one which will probably be in like april i don't know i don't care so stick around and we'll find out when that is at a later date thank you guys so much for all of the support go and check out us on itunes and all of that good stuff give us the rates and the reviews and visit the website at hmnpodcast.com and then you can also check out a bunch of other shit there and it'll be really fun and we'll have a great time and everybody loves the show and we're going to go bye now. listening to the Geekscape Network.